Cape Tippin, listen. Cape Cod is a peninsula that sticks out into the Atlantic Ocean. Due to the exposure of the open ocean, the Cape and Islands are subject to considerable coast erosion. The bulk of land on Cape Cod consists of glacial landforms. Many kettle ponds were formed and remain on Cape Cod as a result of receding glaciers. When much of Earth's waters was locked in a mass of ice sheets, the water level was much lower and many of these bayside beaches were deep forests. Sea levels rose quickly at first, 50 feet per 1,000 years, but then the rate declined. Between 6,000 and 2,000 years ago, the sea level rose about 10 feet per millennium. The tides and water currents transported the eroded deposits north along the Cape's outer shoreline. The entire town of Provincetown at the extreme tip of the Cape consists of entirely deposited marine sediments that was eroded and transported from the further south. So basically Provincetown and some of the outer Cape towns are just a sandbar. This process continues today. Geologists say that due to the erosion, the Cape will be completely submerged by the sea within a thousand years, but people are already feeling the effects today. In 1991, Hurricane Bob broke through the shoreline barrier of Chatham and exposed the town to submerges with no obstruction. By looking at a map of Chatham today, you can still see the effects. A little confusing to the uninitiated, Upper Cape is south and Lower Cape is north. Upper Cape consists of Bourne, Sandwich, Falmouth, and Mashpee. Mid Cape is Barnstable, Yarmouth, and Dennis. And Lower Cape is Harwich, Brewster, Chatham, Orleans, East Ham, Wellfleet, Truro, and Provincetown. Season one, low key trash. Low key trash. Low key trash. Welcome to the bay. Low key trash. Low key trash. Listen, we've been creating forever, man. What do you mean creativity? <laughs> you know, unless people you carry along, those people you carry along with you throughout life. Yo, listen, don't judge us. This is Cape Cod. View life on the tip. Here we are again. Loki Trash. Episode. Three, you here with Berg, your boy Jay, and today we're gonna talk about the Cape. Give you guys a little history, a little bit of our history, and just like you know what it is out here, the true view from uh, the tip, Cape Tip. You know, some some of you might already know. Like we got some we got some ties to the town, to the Cape, um, of course. A lot of us grew up here. A lot of our listeners grew up here. The Cape is a beautiful place. It's a nice place, you know. About two hours from Boston. It's a sandbar. Big ass sandbar. I went to school in Provincetown. Uh, transferred to school in Harwich. And did a little college in Hyannis. So lived in and did a little bit of the whole Cape, you know. How about you, Jay? No, started in Provincetown, transferred over to East Ham, school called Nauset. Um, went off Cape after that, came back. The Cape is connected in a weird way because it's so small, but everybody knows each other through something, whether it's sports or work or, uh, you know, other other reasons, <laughs> you know? It gets, gets crazy out here sometimes. All right, so yeah. So how'd you end up out here? Like, what made you come to this place called Cape Cod. What made me come here? Mm -hmm. um, my parents made me come here when I was a 
very young. I didn't really want to come here. This is just a place we used to vacation. I had family out here. Uh, I used to live in Boston. When we came here, we came here because my grandfather was out here. You know, rest in peace. He got sick, passed away. Um, moved out here. Started coming to school here. And like, it was just different, you know? Like, it's different from the city. Definitely. You know, like, living out here is way different in many ways, but it's 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 almost better. Yeah, I agree. Like, similar. Uh, moved out to the Cape from the city in Rhode Island. Um, Great-grandmother lived here. She was not doing too well, so we came to help. And I think it's just, like you said, it's different. It's uh, safer. Like... I know in the city I was young I couldn't just go outside I had a curfew <laughs> yeah couldn't I go couldn't, off, just, couldn't go off the yeah, stoop gotta be in the area of my house but coming to P-Town it was, it was crazy I was allowed to just go in town just um be out there all night yeah you got to be a kid <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. like which is rare now you know with people with the internet you know you got uh, you know just it's just it's tough out there now you can't just be uh, letting your kids out and roam around you know mm-hmm you gotta be careful. People are weirdos these days. You're right. Like it used to be the same way. Like where I lived, that like we wasn't allowed to leave the stoop. Like we had a little uh, area we could hang out in, but no hanging out past sun sundown. You know, like you gotta go in the house. So when we got to come out here to the Cape, it was always like great because we got to just do whatever we want to do. Got to be free, feel comfortable, um, stay out later. Later, I guess. You didn't even have to you lock know? your doors like that. No, we didn't have to <laughs> lock our doors. We could just walk in. Everybody had an open house. But it has its it has its its positives and its negatives, you know. Like I used to actually, I really didn't like coming out here when I was younger. I used to hate it, but eventually I grew to love it. Literally, the Cape is like big, but it's small. Like, but it's not even. This is the thing. Like people think like the. I think this is where the confusion comes in because, you know, we have that that canal. You know, mm-hmm. the man-made canal. So, I think that's why people say that you know some towns are not from the cape just because of the canal but i like to say it's all the cape personally like once once you once you get to like uh plymouth you know i think that's where the cape starts realistically but yeah i don't know i think i think the cape's crazy like the way the way we have to survive in the winter time out here the winters are hard hard as hell you know we're like in the water in the middle of the ocean so you know we're either getting the worst storm or we're not getting the storm at all, you know? Mm-hmm. It's no happy medium. I feel like with the way the Cape is growing, eventually the winter is going to be, it's going to be turned into the summertime. In time, it's all going to be the same. I mean, nobody, nobody really hates living by the water, you know? The beaches, the fishing, the food. Also the laid back style here. Yeah, the laid back style is definitely, it's, it's good, especially if you're used to the high paced lifestyle. You come out here and, uh, you know, slow down a little bit, get to think, you know, get out of your routine. The value of houses out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you if you, retire. I suppose if you, if you, if you're selling a house, I you mean. like Chatham, Chatham got nice houses. Yeah, Chatham has expensive houses. Super big, super expensive, super rich. Osterville, um, Oyster Harbors. I don't know if you guys know about Oyster Harbors. You ever had Oyster Harbors? I haven't. You know why? Why's that? Cause we're too broke. <laughs> Where's um? 
Oyster Harbor is a, is a gated, it's a gated island. When I was going to school at Four Seas, Cape Cod Community College, you know, in uh, Barnstable, uh, I, I used to take these rides, you know, smoke a little reefer, take a little ride, go down these little private roads in these houses, these big, big, huge houses. I remember my friend PJ told me about this one area called Oyster Harbors, which is like a gated island that like you can't even get into unless you have like a special card or a special code. And it's a whole entire island. That's a whole part of the Cape I never even seen before or heard of. And this is in Austinville? It's in that area. Mm. And I think those like there's a lot of those little areas out there that we don't even know about and we've been living here for years, but when you talk about house value, that's crazy because that's that's you're absolutely right. If you can sell one, it's even crazier, you know. Definitely. Like I've never even heard. Like look at that shit. Look that shit up. I promise you. Look it up. Gordito. Gordito. <laughs> Fact check. We're not trying to not trying to take away from the tourists. You know the tour <laughs> the tourism out here on the Cape or anything. But yeah, we got we got sharks out here now. We got great white sharks. Like in Jaws. And people are getting bit. A lot. All it's kind of crazy. And um, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I would say the biggest pro is the water. But now that you say that, I don't really know anymore. <laughs> I forgot about those guys. And I think it's interesting because like uh, the theory is that they don't want the people to know. But yeah, we got sharks out here. But they don't really bother me because I don't go in the water so I have no beef with the sharks I think uh expensive living the cost of living cost of living or yeah. the like yeah. even like for us like we graduate high school it's too much for us to even get a house yeah it's tough because uh it's expensive out here super expensive you know not only in P-Town but uh in the whole Cape pretty sure everybody can relate to that I mean if you live out here and it also depends on your on how much your town cares about their people, I guess, because you can live in one town and be super expensive, and the, the next town's like five, not even five miles away, and it's 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 way less, you know. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I mean, it really just it just depends on where you, I think it depends on where you are on the Cape more so. Because I've definitely lived in I lived in Hyannis, and it was like it, it was cheaper for me to live there. But it was just like, just a lot more con congested and like, I don't know, it's just different than being out here way fast paced. It's like, I guess Hyannis is like the city of the Cape, so it's not, not the city, but it's comparable, I guess, to the city of the Cape. And I don't know, I guess it was, it was convenient, you know, you don't have to drive a mile, miles away to go shopping. You don't have to, uh, you know, if you want to get your car checked out, you don't got to you know, call all different people. You can just go right down the street. It's not like here, you know, it's just different on the NP town. Mm -hmm. Especially in the sun. Like we only really had the summer for jobs. Yeah. Which kind of takes away from what do you do in the winter? Yeah, out here in P town. But if you go a couple towns over, there's definitely more year round jobs. Definitely at least, at least, at least Orleans or they got jobs up there. Yeah, Orleans, yeah. And to travel is not like, a problem out here like it's really not as bad as traveling in the city or anywhere else like you only gotta go so far and then um we get a lot of exchange students too 
Oh yeah, they work hard. They do work super hard. But like, the exchange is different where they're from. So they come here and they make money and they go home. And then they don't have to work. They just go to school. But like, living here year round is, is hard. I mean, it, it amazes me the people who come here by choice and just want to, want to live here through the winter time. Like you want, like I understand liking living here, but like you coming from somewhere else to where it's more expensive to live, but you're getting less, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know? Mm. These little villages and towns and things, now that I think about it, it's just, for some reason, I just um, brought something to my head right now. Plymouth Rock, right? People say like that's where the pilgrims settled, right? And they say they first landed in P-Town and then basically traveled to Plymouth and settled there, you know? Like, that's where they made there. But in between that, they did all the pillaging and the raping and all that. And it's, it sort of makes sense because, like, down here, all the names of the town, of the all the names of the families are on the streets. And the further up Cape you go, the more of the Native American names start to come into the streets and the towns and the names. And and then you get to Mashpee, which is like the, the Wampanoag, like that's like the headquarters, like of the whole country is Mashpee, like the Wampanoag mm-hmm. tribe. That's the, that's the headquarters, you know? And that's kind of crazy to me. Now that, now that that has like hit me. But like when I was in school in the city doing history, we heard Cape Cod. We didn't hear. I didn't hear about Sandwich, Falmouth, Hyannis. I didn't even know what those places were until I moved out here. When you leave Massachusetts, nobody knows what Cape Cod is. But if they do, they know what Provincetown is. Yeah. The Cape starts when you come to the bridge, the Sagamore Bridge. Go over the bridge. Boom, you're on the Cape. We live in Provincetown. That's the tip. <laughs> <laughs> furthest you can go the furthest you can go east besides maine uh yeah that's a fact you can fact check that too cape cod has a year-round population of about 220,000 and doubles to over a half a million during the summertime cape cod is known as a spring to fall destination for sports fishing among the species most pursued are striped bass bluefish and bluefin tuna flounder and fluke are also on the menu Howard is considered the birthplace of the cranberry industry. The first commercial operation opened in 1846 and set the pace for the rest of the cave production. Wellfleet is known throughout the world for its oysters. The Cape Codder cocktail is a well-known drink around the world made with vodka and cranberry. There are eight working lighthouses on the Cape. Mile to mile, one of the largest concentration of working lighthouses in the world. Barnstable, the most populated town on Cape, is the only one to have adopted all city form of government whose legislative body is an elected 13-member council. All the other towns elect a five-member board of selectmen and utilize town meetings as their legislative body. Most agencies, including the Cape Cod Commission and Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, treat the Cape as an island with regard to evacuation, preparedness, and groundwater management. The elevation ranges from 306 feet to shore level with over 500 miles of coastline and more than 60 public beaches. Cape Cod incorporates all Barnstable County. In 1991, Hurricane Bob broke through the shoreline barrier of Chatham and exposed the town to surges with no obstruction. By looking at a map of Chatham today, you can still see the effects. 
There are also many smaller islands off the main peninsula. Some are privately owned. So sometimes people say Cape Cod in the islands. I've never been to Martha's Vineyard though. I've been to pretty much every town in the Cape, except Martha's Vineyard, if we're counting them. Martha's Vineyard is <laughs> counted. I know, I know when they say, when people say, oh, I've been to the Cape, they definitely say, oh, I've, I've been to the Cape, where'd you go? Oh, I was in Nantucket. Well, yeah, we're Cape and Islands. Yeah, exactly. So I'm assuming those are the islands when they... Mm -hmm. But it's the Cape and Islands. They're just Cape islands. Island. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to be the one to say. But uh, yeah, so... Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket's population has grown by 10.3% and 6.8% from 2000 to 2010. While the year-round population in Cape Cod in total has dropped 3% according to the census. Yeah, I just think niggas ain't fucking with the census anymore, so that's a lie. I think the living too, also in um, those islands, probably a lot cheaper. I know there's a lot of Jamaicans, Haitians out there, Brazilians, you got uh, Salvadorians. Yeah, definitely with the, with the different cultures coming in, mm -hmm. I think the Cape's gonna expand. But that goes into the work thing, you know, like, it's gonna be seasonal, like these people, with our president and the way it's going um these people aren't trying to take chances so like the workforce could be could grow but as far as like people actually settling and making families and staying it's not like and places like Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket is they're not cheap you know it's it's like pretty much like P-Town like small island with not many places to work, seasonal, you know? People make their money in the in the summertime. And it's even tougher out there because in order to get anywhere, you gotta go on a ferry. You gotta leave, you have to leave the friggin' island. Yeah, I always felt bad for them, like during a, say a snowstorm comes or anything like that. They're, they're pretty fricked out there. I mean. Nah, they're on an island, they got nowhere to go. They're trapped. True. But, on the same note, we also are trapped. Here, there's one way in and one way out. There's yeah. no way everybody here could leave at the same time. No. Yo, if everybody decide, if there was a, a natural disaster and everybody decided to leave the Cape at the same time, we would be the last niggas to get out. Islands off the main peninsula, some are privately owned, like Nashon Island, which is owned by the Forbes family. Alright, that fact is crazy to me, actually. Like, the Forbes? Like, Forbes magazine. Alright, so, we got the Kennedys, we got the Forbes, we got the Spears, Britney Spears. We got everything, <laughs> we got everybody out here. Taylor Swift, I heard she... She was hanging out out here with, out with here the Kennedys. Like, that's kind of crazy. Like, this is a this is how you know the Cape is like a low-key spot that, you know, this is where you come to if you really want to get away and you really want to get your mind right from that crazy life. Remember that story about when uh, Kelly Rowland came out here and she got lost in the, um, in the fog? She tried to go on a boat trip and they said, no, we shouldn't go. And she's like, no, let's go, let's go. And they went and they and they got lost in the fog on the water and then that and the friggin the coast guard had to go find them well she's visiting p-town wow google it fact check this is 
does the term wash ashore mean? And who is considered a wash ashore? A wash ashore to me is someone who is literally just here because they were floating around in the world and they don't really know so they came here and got accepted like this town is accepting so you can go anywhere you want do what you want to do no one's going to judge you and you can literally restart your life here and restart your name and be successful but you're just a wash ashore which means you came from somewhere you can't hide that it's gonna come back but you can definitely come here and start something i heard one statistic that stated there were more deaths than births one year i absolutely believe the the fact or the note that there are more deaths than births in Provincetown. I believe it wholeheartedly. It's not unbelievable, you know. There's no schools <laughs> anymore. Uh, there's no families, really. Like, there's barely any families in the town. I mean, you, you might have roots here, but you don't live here. And it's kind of crazy because you sort of like you want to live here for your roots but then you then reality is like you can't live here for your roots you got to live for yourself at the end of the day i know one thing is that like if you're if you if you're if you have a family here and you've been making money here for years you don't want to leave here because that's obviously a root in your family that's a, a staple of money that's what you have been doing for all this time and you want to you want to stay here but there's other businesses buying out the businesses. It's a, it's a crazy way of gentrifying the town that we're not even aware of, that no one really talks about. You have to really like think about your priorities and like everybody's gonna question your decisions and you gotta pick like, is it family over business constantly, no matter what you're doing, whether you're giving people discounts and shit, so. I feel like it's really up to the businesses because the families they 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 can't stay here. You know, it's it's a business town. You can't continue with business and put your family in jeopardy. You just got to do business where business is being held basically. Growing up as a teenager on Cape Cod was like it's definitely different than it is now for sure. Um I think there were things to do. We had clubs like Teen Night, where a bunch of us would just all get together. I also think playing sports was big. Like nowadays, sports isn't really that big on Cape Cod. I feel a lot of kids aren't doing basketball camps and whatever whatever your sport is. I feel like there's a lack of that now. Like the decline of it shutting down for sure was, it started to show more. I would even go back to coaching as far as coaches just didn't really care about coaching anymore. And um, it gave kids like lack of, um, I don't know, kids just, I feel for me, honestly, I, I love Provincetown. I think uh, more so of that was just 
not the opportunities. Other schools were given more opportunities. I want to chime in on that because it's crazy. Because <clears throat> I was never a, um, like a like a like a coach out here in Piton, but when I moved to Hyannis and I worked at the I worked at the rec and I was a coach for kids from like kindergarten to high school at the recreation. You know, three out of four of my age groups won championships. And it's like, when you work with like, uh, kids like that, who just like, aren't really like, able to make it in the high school mm -hmm. range and shit, like, they're always like, trying that hard. But it's dope. Those kids have like, the passion. Yeah, but it's more so like, they are trying to work for something that they didn't get to work for in school. So it's double the passion, I think. They know they're not at a regular level. Mm -hmm. They're at a recreation shit, you know? Like, everybody knows the rec, but the rec is where the good kids are at, you know? You yeah. go from, Zach's senior to his coach leaving to the next coach who doesn't really care about basketball but he's gonna coach just to coach yeah and it's it gives those kids like yo I loved coaching these kids though like it's so weird though cause it's like it's something I didn't think I would do but I really definitely know I inherited it just from playing ball with the coaches I had so it's like like watching them coach and then like I just like take that and just instill that in these kids in, in, a, in a town I don't even live in mm -hmm. or nothing I don't even know these kids and I'm just working at, re at a random recreation and these kids are like like understanding what I'm saying to them and I'm like yo like this is kind of crazy to me you know like damn like maybe I, maybe they were definitely teaching me the right thing yeah, boom yeah. All, but all I'm doing is saying it and, and acting it up boom boom and we winning 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 and I'm like yo this is crazy like you know I'm saying like yo boxing one and these niggas is doing they're doing it yeah, like yeah. freaking you and like fourth grade doing that shit in Barnstable like coaches looking at me like oh how do you do this I got bum ass kids on my team I make these things do layups all that I think depends on where in Cape you're trying to live too cause I mean Hyannis is probably not the place I wanna <laughs> start a family I don't think a lot of people would say oh I wanna plan to start a family in Hyannis or no no definitely no one's saying that right now they're definitely not saying that, but like, it depends. Like, there's a Cape stigma. A whole, there's, there's definitely stigmas and shit, you know, especially what's going on right now. Like, we can be real and talk about, like, yeah, like, there's shit going on that nobody wants to talk about that is what, that's what I was saying earlier, like, that deters the freaking tourists, you know, like, like the sharks. They don't want, they don't want to talk about the sharks and they don't want to talk about the overdoses. So, whatever, but that's what it is. But being people who live here and have friends and shit who are dying from that type of stuff, like you have to talk about it. They want to live here because they th they think it's one way when it's really not. Like people move here from big cities. That doesn't make sense to me. And they live here and then it's like, oh my God, I can't handle this. And they leave. People live. How many people have you met in... in You've met them and then you never see them again. I mean, that happens all the time. But living here though, just just living in your in your town. But if you lived in a small town in anywhere else or a hood, you're not gonna find people like that. You're not gonna meet that many people. Like we meet so many people every single summer, every single year that we're never gonna talk to again. Versus people who just see the same people every day. 
I do praise Hyannis for having a, a huge rec recreation. I think if um, somewhere in the Lower Cape had something like that, it would um, help all ages keep busy, stay out of trouble, have things to do, not be bored on their phones, on social media all the time. Cape needs a lot of things, but. We've already, we've been like living in the apocalypse before the apocalypse was here, so we're already prepared for it, you know, like there's deer out here, there's all sorts of turkey, there's all sorts of weasels, there's all sorts of animals you can survive out here. National Seashore is just holding that so that you can't do that on their land because they know that's where the resources are. But if the shit was hit the fan and in the Cape and P-Town was, was to be like, oh, it's, it's an emergency. Like think about how much the National Seashore has of P-Town and compared to what we actually have to be able to go into. Like the the land that the National Seashore has to guard is so much like so much more than P Town looks big on the map, but realistically it's even smaller. Like you know what I mean? We are living on a sliver of P Town, if you think about it. We're living on a freaking sliver. The Wampanoag tribe is native to Cape Cod. Wampanoag means Easterners, or literally, people of the dawn. Women were responsible for up to 75% of food production. The men traveled far north for seasonal fishing expeditions. The women's cultivated corn, beans, and squash. The Wampanoag tribe had a matriarch system where women controlled property, and hereditary status was passed through the maternal line. They survived off the sea and were great farmers. Elder Wampanoag women approved chiefs. In 1620, Cape Cod was among the first places settled by the English in North America, and within the next 20 years, they established communities up and down the Cape. Improper and intensive farming led to erosion. Settlers heated fires with 20 cords of wood, which is like 3,000 cubic feet. By 1800, much of the Cape Cod's firewood had to be transported from Maine. Over 80% of the Wampanoag population was decimated due to the disease and violence from the European settlers. Today, slightly more than 2,000 Wampanoag are counted as enrolled members of the nation. The Cape Cod town of Mashpee has a tribe more than 1,400 enrolled members who must meet defined membership requirements, including lineage, community involvement, and reside within 20 miles of Mashpee. Since 1924, they have held an annual powwow at the beginning of July in Mashpee. In 1976, the Wampanoag tribe sued the town of Barnesville for the return of the ancestral homeland. The case was lost, but the tribe has continued to pursue for over three decades. Off the shore, the yellow bastard found a way. Off the shore, it's that black boy Joy on the bay. Really from Cape, Cape Cod, tan bitches with green eyes. Right. Cape Cod, Cape Tippin. You like? I love Cape Cod and watch it fly.
from really from the cape you rap is fake you sound like every other rapper the yellow bastard found a way through the pasture to crash the net a great volley on the point coin a phrase for change hey it's that black boy joy on the bay the sound the wave turn it up they buying it up like monopoly my team coming for the guap it's green paper and blue faces different races surround the cypher as we change their face like diapers wipe that shit eating grin off your man often tan bitches with green eyes it's cape cod with the nas i part the sea like moses with my staff we focus your raps is bogus in fact we vote it you're not welcome thank you i gotta sell them hate to our breakthrough cutting edge slice your windpipe for the bread it's that shit you never heard No way, one more. We gotta keep going. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. It's over? So many pisses. One, two. It's over? Oh, no way, no. We need, we need some, we need some, uh,